Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life, and for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, award-winning certified exit planning advisor, Julie Keys. Welcome everybody to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. Today we are going to be talking with me, the host of Poised for Exit. We're going to be talking about uh, just what we've been doing in the last two and a half years since we launched this show and what we you can expect for 2023 and all kinds of other fun stuff. Um, and my producer, Bob Sansfier, is going to be interviewing me. But before we do that, let's hear from our show sponsors, Sunbelt Business Advisors and JAK CPAs. For business owners, it can be overwhelming to start planning a transition or exit strategy, but it's so important to avoid unwanted outcomes and unexpected tax bills. The CPAs at JAK, John A. Knutson & Company, can guide you and help make sense of the numbers. Our firm was established over 90 years ago, and we've assisted countless companies with ownership transitions. Leaving your business is a process that takes time, so contact us today to discuss your situation. Visit our website at jakcpa.com. That's jakcpa.com. Com. You wouldn't go deep sea fishing without a guide or skydive without an instructor. So don't sell your business without a broker. Now is a great time to sell a business. Many are selling at a premium. Contact a business broker at sunbeltminnesota.com or call Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880 and get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth. Because selling your business is the biggest financial decision you may ever make. There is a record number of buyers looking for businesses right now. It is a seller's market. You could list, sell, and get more for your business now and start the next successful chapter of your life. Call 612-455-0880 today or visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. 612-455-0880. sunbeltminnesota.com. Hey, Poised for Exit listeners, let me tell you about an exciting new program that I produced for business owners called Business Transition Readiness Program. The Business Transition Readiness Program, or BTR for short, is an online, self-paced, cost-effective way for you, the business owner, to gain an understanding of what exit planning is, who's involved, and how to get started with the process. Learn more about this timely program now at poisedforexit.com. Use promo code BTR50 to receive $50 off your course registration. We're back with Poise for Exit. I'm Bob Sansevier. And besides being Julie's producer, just so I'm just not some producer she pulled off the street to do the interview, I was a, <laughs> I was a columnist for, well, geez, decades with the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Longtime writer. I was on the KQ Morning Show, still on the KQ Morning Show every Friday uh, for more than 30 years, a regular on that show. And while working at the Pioneer Press, I was part of an investigative team that helped the Pioneer Press win a Pulitzer Prize. So I know how to ask the probing 
questions that get answers. Nobody else can. How's that for a, don't don't you love the way I build myself up, Julie? Yeah, you're scaring me, Bob. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, you know, I, I hopefully think, I'm ready for this. Oh, I don't you're know. ready. You're always ready. All right, what I think is important is for people to understand a little bit of how Poised for Exits got its start. You and yeah. I first met. We had a phone conversation. You had written a book called Poise for Exit, and we both agreed doing a podcast would be great. And Poise for Exit is about helping people have an exit strategy. And I think people may listen and say, well, I don't have a big business, but you don't have to have a big business. You could be a, you know, be a small business, even a one-person business. Everyone needs to have some sort of an exit strategy. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, you know, not everybody's going to hire me, um, but... <laughs> You know that's okay. That the show is for anybody and everybody who is listening to listening to the show and thinking about what they're going to do for their future transition. You know, we're all going to have a transition, whether we like it or not. Those of us who own businesses, and even for those of us who are professional advisors or solopreneurs or small company owners, where we only have two or three employees, um, having some kind of plan for the future and how you're going to get out because you'll have to is is really imperative. I mean. Think about it. You know, you've you've been a business owner for a lot of years, right? You're you're independent. You're doing all kinds of different things, and so have I been. Um, regardless of the size, we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into this thing, right? Um, probably invested a lot of our own money in getting it off the ground, and and probably worked more hours than we would care to calculate, and probably missed some things that we maybe wanted to do but couldn't do because we were working or didn't have the capital or whatever. Um, and we've gotten to a point now where it's like, okay, maybe it's time for me to start thinking about reaping the benefits of all my hard work and sacrifice. But then how do I go about doing that? What I wanted to say about that is a lot of people you know, do work for someone. And so, like I worked for over 30 years, as I mentioned, at a radio station. They fired me five mm -hmm. times, by the way, and keep bringing me back in different <laughs> things. So the exit strategy there is get fired, get brought back. The newspaper, though, I decided about a year ago to just stop writing just because I, I wanted to devote more time to the podcast and I wanted to have some more free time. Now, my podcast and I, you know, produce your podcast as, as does my daughter, Sam. And, you know, I greatly enjoy that. But if I when I shut down the BS show, I haven't I may I, I will ask you, but my probably will. The, the biggest shutdown would be I stopped doing it and I have to clean all the stuff out of my studio in YZ. And that's it. There's not much more involved to it. It's not like I don't I'm know. Gonna, well, I don't. But you tell me: is there more than I'm? I'm thinking is involved to it. Yeah, because you've got a you've got a following. You have a huge following, and you've made a name for the show. You have a brand, and so there's value there. You know, a lot of times business owners think that the value of their business is in the things that you can touch and feel. You know, like the real estate, the building, the inventory, the equipment. And yes, that is valuable. That's generally what banks like to lend on because they can touch and feel it and repossess it if they yes. have to. Okay. Um, but truly the, the value of a business is not in the tangible. It's in the intangible. It's in the people. It's in the customer list. It's in like for you, it's in your brand. It's in um, the following of listeners that you have. And so, I mean, why not bring someone else in to be your successor as host of the show and continue the BS show until, you know, the cows come home? I don't know. Um, What's the BS show without BS? There'll be all kinds of BS. Well, there doesn't be have BS. to be Bob Sansevier BS. And, it could be other BS. Which, by the way, the first show I said, <laughs> well, you could think it's Bob Sansevier or you could think it's the other BS, which there's a lot, there's plenty of. 
You know, and right? I, you know, and I enjoy. I do really enjoy because it started out as a live podcast and has morphed into a you know a podcast, not live anymore. But I have radio stations in uh, St. Cloud, Duluth, Hibbing, Worthington, Bemidji, and now Buffalo has started running it on it runs monday through friday but they're running the monday show and i'm gonna Excellent. talk to them about getting all of it so i mean it's it's a nice little network and i do a, the jim bob show too with chuck foreman and jim rich and i greatly enjoy doing that and i think that's what's important about people who own businesses that they enjoy what they're doing now i, yes. I wanted to um, mention something you told me way back when we first started because i said well how long should people start planning for their exit and i was stunned it's not like, well, let's close shop in a couple of months and we'll we'll talk to Julie. It's years, right? And what do you recommend for the years? This will surprise some people. Well, I think that it depends on the size of the company. It depends on whether an owner is planning to transition internally or externally. Um, and it also depends on how prepared the owner is and how prepared the business is for that kind of a transition. And in my experience, um, the preparation is lacking and it happened. I mean, that's why I get hired, right? Because it's it's kind of a complicated and time-consuming thing. Most business owners have never been through the process before. So if I'm going to be selling to a family member, then I probably, I mean, if I had a 10-year ramp up, that, that would be ideal because it takes that long to groom a successor, okay? Especially if someone is much younger, a younger generation, and they don't have the experience. Wow. You know, I always have 10 years, okay? But um, you know, and, and then for, for any other transition, uh, five years, if you have five years, because, you know, let's think about it. Like if you talk to your attorney, if you talk to your accountant, if you talk to anybody who knows anything about finance or legal risk management, they're going to tell in tax planning, they're going to tell you that there's a look back period for things. There's going to, they're going to tell you that, you know, if you're going to be planning for, um, you know, a tax sheltering, then you're not going to be able to do that in a matter of months. You know, you really have to plan that over time. And you have to anticipate what it's going to look like and how much, what you want to protect and how. And all of that takes time to do, right? It's You're trying to run your business. You have a lot of decisions you have to make. And then, you know, you're trying to figure out, okay, well, if I'm going to sell to a third party, do I want to stay involved? Do I not want to stay involved? Those are not decisions that are made overnight either, Bob, okay? And, and then circumstances change, and then people change their minds. And sometimes that has to be accelerated because something's happened, well, something's happened to cause them to make a decision. But yep. so to answer your question, ideally five years for external, 10 years for internal, we don't always have that much time, but the, gosh, the sooner, the sooner a person starts to plan, the more options they end up having. And we, that's what we want. Isn't that what we work for is, <laughs> is yeah. to not get backed into a corner and we want to have as many options as we can. Now, how many, do you recommend when people first start a business that they make sure because no one knows when our ticket's getting punched, that they right. have a will that lays out some sort of a plan for a succession. And yeah. a lot of time it's like, well, the, you know, my kid gets the car, my, you know, my other kid gets like, uh, I don't know, the other car. And, you know, but there's, there should be something or should there be something in the will or, uh, I mean, when people ask you will or trust, do you have an answer for that? Or does that not really come into play? Well, I mean, that's part of the overall estate plan that the business owner should have. And many times they need to have that updated or they haven't started the process. You know, we think that we're going to live forever. Um, no one likes to talk about their mortality, but unfortunately, it's something that does need to be addressed. And um, it really does prevent things 
um, that could be prevented, right? It really does prevent a lot of pain and suffering when it's done ahead of time. But aside from that, really what we're talking about when it comes to business ownership is contingency planning and making sure that the people that are going to be taking over have been designated and they know that they're taking over if something happens, yes. um, that, that the people taking over know what your wishes are. Um, say, for instance, a family member is going to be taking over and suddenly mom or dad, you know, have a car accident or get cancer and they die. Well, that successor hopefully has already, you know, had these conversations and knows what the wishes are and is going to take over and, you know, appoint this person or that person to maybe come in as an investor or um, maybe they bring in um, an interim CEO, someone to lead the company because maybe that's not their role yet. Maybe they're in charge of marketing. Maybe they're in charge of operations. Maybe they're just not cut out to be the the person at the helm. And so they have to bring someone else in to lead. But those are some of the things that really need to be determined and talked about well in advance. And um, you know, there's this term in exit planning that we call the five Ds. And unfortunately, we don't always safeguard ourselves against what's, what the five Ds could, you know, when they occur. And I say when they occur because the, the odds are, are much higher than, than what most of us realize that will will suffer from at least one of the five Ds in our business lifetime, especially the longer that we're in business. And so those are, are things like death. You know, people do die. We all die. Um, sometimes we don't die when we feel like we were so, supposed to die, right? We, we die sooner than we, than we planned on and, and never in a, in a fashion that we, we hope would happen. There's never um, a good way to die. I don't care. No, what there, there isn't, but it's inevitable. And we don't like to talk about it, and we don't like to plan for it, but it does happen. And when there isn't a plan in place, then it can be really ugly. Um, disability occurs as well. People end up getting sick, um, or they have accidents, and they can't work for a while. That happened to me years ago. Um, not myself, but my husband. Divorce happens, you know, when people are partners in businesses, and there's divorce. And if they don't have a buy-sell agreement that spells out what happens to shares of someone who dies or gets divorced or whatever, um, disagreements with partners, that all has to be spelled out in legal documentation. And if they don't have that, it can be really awful. It takes the business down, basically. So those are some of them. Um, another is disaster. I've had people on the show that have talked about different forms of disaster. One is cyber attack, which is a Ugh. huge threat right now. And that can be a huge disaster for a company if you're not protected it can take you down completely you know we all just kind of went through the whole COVID thing the last couple of years and that was more of a disaster for some than others but you know just the same we all had to pivot and figure it out and so um we just really have to be anticipating those kinds of things i'm not trying to be debbie downer but that really is a lot of the work that i do is just like okay let's just take a real hard look at some of these things that we've been just not paying attention to because we've been too busy or just chose not to because if we don't um, then it, everything could unravel and we could really lose that nest egg that we took so long and worked so hard to build. Now, you death, disability, divorce, disaster, is Debbie Downer number five? There's, there's, well, it could five? be. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't just, I, I kind of said disagreement, but disagreement is a big one. Um, and that's like uh, when, when well, partners aren't partners getting along. Disagreeing. That, that, that absolutely can happen. Now, yeah. I, I got it's big. I have mm -hmm. one more question and I want to talk to you about some of the guests you've had this year and looking ahead to 2023. Sure. Your experience, is it or has it been easier for people wanting to sell to sell to family or friends or outsiders? I would think there's a much cleaner break when it's an outsider. Well, I don't know. <laughs> the short answer to that, of course, is it depends, right? Yeah. Um, it, it, can be, it can be really great either way. And it truly, 
truly all depends on preparation, on the preparation of the owner for transition and on preparation of the business for transition. If the business isn't ready and it's not transferable, then no one's going to win, yeah. including me, including the owner, okay? That, that makes Whether sense. it's going to go internal or external. <clears throat> Excuse me. No problem. All right. Now, I yeah. wanted to ask you, look back on 2022, and you've had, I mean, you've had a guest every week, and all great yeah. guests, but are some of them, if you were, if people, someone wants to say, tell me the three shows that I need to listen to, can you pick three or four or five or just let people to, you know, to give them, uh, I guess it would depend on what they're looking for, but maybe yeah. some of the shows that you, you know, that you really enjoy doing. I know you enjoyed all of them, but that's I the did. tough thing about singling out. But are there some that you'd recommend people should listen to? Sure. Um, I was thinking about this before we did the show because I really do like to highlight. In fact, I still have a whole month, right, of shows. Yes. So maybe doing this a little earlier than I normally would. But um, I would have to say because of, 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 you know, what's anticipated, at least the, you know, business circles that I follow and the news that I listen to for 2023 is that businesses are really going to have to look um, at how they're going to be able to grow revenue, right? They need to grow sales. They need to grow revenue. They need to figure out different ways of being able to be strategic, um, be efficient. And I think as far as the sales side of things goes, I really enjoyed my interview with Scott Plum. He's a sales expert, and I thought that he delivered great advice. A lot of people love that show. They downloaded it like crazy. Okay. So I would I would recommend that for for those of you who are thinking about 2023, and um, you know what are some of the things that you can do to make some improvement and change. If you are a family business and you're trying to transition internally, I think the story that I shared with a client of mine, Sylvester um, Remodeling and Design. Um, that the name of that, that was my client. They've been my clients for a long time. And so John Sylvester is transitioning his business to his son, Mark. And so the title of that show is Remodeling a Remodeling Business, which I thought was really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, they came up with that title. John's very creative. Nice. Anyway, it was a great interview, and I'd recommend that if you're doing a family business transition. Also, if you're doing a family business transition, I would highly recommend listening to Heather Parbst um, with CLA, Clifton Larson Allen. Um, the name of that show was Choosing and Preparing Your Successor. She's an expert family business advisor. I would highly recommend that episode. And then lastly, um, another big buzz for 2023 and was maybe for 2022 as well, I would say, is just how to develop culture in your business. I've been to some conferences in the last couple of weeks, and um, the underlying factor or underlying emphasis, or both of them actually, was how important it is for businesses to understand the a strong culture you know, going into the future to not only attract the best talent, but to retain them and just to be a great place to work. And so when I had Ben Utech on the show, and we all know Ben Utech is a Super Bowl champion, sure. but he's a Super Bowl champion turned advisor. And his company um, is a consulting company that helps companies with culture. So I believe that title of that show is called Let's Talk Culture with Ben Utech. And I would highly recommend that show. Now, so. and let people know where they can find all of that uh, on your Those website. Are, yeah, those are all at poisedforexit.com. So just go to poisedforexit.com and you can download any one of them or you can just go to your favorite um, podcast app. You know, we're on Spotify and Apple and iHeartRadio and Amazon, all those good ones. Now, we're moving into 2023 in about a month. Mm -hmm. uh, so what uh, what's ahead for 2023? More, I'm sure more of the same, which is great guests. Great guests and um, super awesome sponsors. I've got a couple <laughs> sponsors that are 
they're they're the most important people, you know, because um, they keep the wheels turning of the show. So I've got um, some returning sponsors, and uh, Sunbelt Business Advisors is coming back, and JAK CPAs is coming back. I also have a couple new sponsors. I have Evolve Systems, which is a marketing firm, and I have TrustPoint, which is a financial services firm. So super excited Terrific. to have those guys. Yeah, super excited to have those guys joining us, and you'll be hearing from them because, of course, we'll have an interview or two of them um, over the year and um, dispensing their expertise and advice. And then I have, um, gosh, I have some interesting uh, interviews that I have scheduled so far. I'm going to be talking with an ESOP trustee in January, somebody that is an expert, and he actually is on the board of the ESOP Association. So his name is Neil Brosen, and he's going to be talking um, about ESOPs. And he's, like I said, he's an expert. I haven't talked about ESOPs for a while, and I think it'll be a great um, interview. And then I've got um, a gal who is an investment banker. Her name is Mary Merrill. She's coming up in February. I haven't had a female investment banker on the show before, so I'm super excited. She's actually going to be talking about alternative financing for acquisitions in family business. So when we've got these family businesses that want to change hands, but they can't figure out how they're going to sell to the next generation because they don't have any money, okay? Um, that is what we're going to be talking about in that show. And then we are also going to be addressing that particular topic with a True North M&A um, investment banker, Michael Hubsmith, the following week. And he's going to be talking about alternative financing for outside acquisitions, for doing third-party acquisitions. And I think that we're really going to need to know about this because the interest rates are so high <laughs> and people still want to do deals, yep. right? But going to the bank and getting a loan, um, it's a little bit cost prohibitive and it's, it's changing the way that valuations are coming in and it's hurting sellers. So we've got to think of, um, yeah, what are the alternatives? So those are some of the highlights that I've got lined up so far. And um, we're going to be hearing from a few people that we heard from this year, just kind of continuing the story. You know, one thing that I've heard from a few people is that they really wish that the show was a little bit longer because they're like, well, and I've heard this several times, we get into the show and then all of a sudden it's over and I don't want it to be over. Okay. Julie? And and I say, but now listen, I have to I have to I have to say my, my response all to right. that is the reason why the show is short is because people have short attention spans, people are busy, and we want you to call us or call the guest or call the sponsor to get more, right? To learn more, to ask your questions and and get more information that way. So we just yes. keep it short for a reason, okay. right? And I'm going to give the yeah. PSA for people who <clears throat> want to do podcasts. What I tell you and everyone, think of your favorite sitcom. The actual sitcom is about 22 minutes, if that. Were you entertained? Correct. Yes. The other thing, you always want to leave them wanting more than yeah. saying, oh, my God, when's this thing going to end? You have the perfect length of a podcast. And speaking of that, it was an honor to uh, interview you. And I'm going to let you as you do for every show, close the show. All righty then. Well, thanks for interviewing me, Bob, and thanks everyone for listening. I just want to say thank you so much for subscribing and following and reviewing and giving me such great um, reviews and testimonials. It, it's um, truly an honor, and um, I, I'm truly grateful. So uh, thank you so much, everybody, and please, please join us again next time. Join us in 2023. And please uh, contact me for show ideas or topics or um, people that you'd like to have featured, people that you think would make a great guest. I'm always open to those ideas as well. Please join us again next time.